or there won't be any more. Hey everybody, welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott. I'm Sachin. And here we go again. Uh, okay, so I've got a... Uh, a so, so you might be getting a phone call. It sounds like. Oh, okay. All right, we can go to that first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, that's cool. That's all right. So this this one is this is this is sort of a, a social experiment uh, uh, to see if, to see what'll happen. I uh, I met this guy just on the street the other day, and he was clearly like not a homeless person. He's right. clearly like sort of working professional young man, not drunk or stoned or anything like that, but he was. According to his story, he was in sort of a you know a, a spot where he had lost his card and he had just gotten into town and, and whatever. And I'm like, okay, well maybe this is a scam. But he's like, there's this hostel just a couple blocks away. I knew the hostel he was talking about. He's like, I need eight dollars uh, to get it, and you know I just don't and and whatever. And so I was like, well, I have a ten dollar bill. I'll, I'll give it to you if you you know if you give me a call. Here's my phone number. Uh, and of course, I realized afterwards I should have been like, "You give me your phone number," <laughs> but but I didn't think that at the time. Because I, I will like, call you every day, all right, until I get my ten dollars. <laughs> You're but like I, that kid uh, from that movie. What's that? Did you see that movie? Oh, sorry. Not oh, the two dollars. <laughs> I want my two dollars. Yeah, yeah. I well, so I, I was stupid and can't be that kid, but. I did. I did give him money. I gave him my phone number. I was like, "All right, uh, uh, <clears throat> give me a call." He's like, "Okay, I'll I'll get it because my you know the bank was closed on the on Sunday." He's like, "I'll get it back on Monday and I'll I'll give you a call." So it's sort of it's sort of an experiment. It was one of those things where it's like, "Okay, I you know like occasionally I'll give change if I have it to a, a panhandler or something like that." But this guy was asking for eight dollars, right, you know, and he was right. asking for a specific amount. But at the same time, it wasn't like you know. Like I need eight dollars because my wife needs a hip replacement and I'm drunk. How yeah, did he approach it? Was he just like asking everybody for help? Or no, he. Like... he uh, I was waiting at the bus stop with my girlfriend, and uh, and he was like, "Hey, you know, this is you know this is kind of awkward, but I here's my story." And so I was like, "Ah, oh, man," and I knew I had ten dollars. Right. And I was like, "I was like, I don't really want to, but uh, okay, all right, we'll see." And so I uh, I gave it to him. I gave him my my phone number, and uh, and we'll see we'll see if he calls. You think he's gonna call? I I guess I wasn't like there. he's a guy that looks like in a way like he could work at your business or right, something. Right, the way right. he, the way he was dressed, the way he talked, and and whatever. I, I was like, well, you probably earn mo more money than I do. <laughs> and, and you're asking me for ten dollars. You should have been like, but, oh, by the way, I'm unemployed. <laughs> So I'm gonna well, guilt you into it now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's I, I don't know if he will or not. I I could see that it's almost like when you have one of those things to do and you're like ah as as time goes more and more past, you grow more and more apathetic towards doing the task because nobody will care about it. Mm -hmm. Although you said you would do it. Except in this case, you're screwing someone out of ten dollars. Like whereas That's true. Whereas being like if the task was either doing something positive or doing a nothing you know like that is not negative then then i could see that you would grow sort of more apathetic to it over time but i think hopefully if the task is you're either screwing somebody or doing nothing you know and it's not like he's making a fortune off of the ten dollars i lend him you know uh 
hopefully that that you how would did, grow more apathetic. How did you take your phone down? How did you take your phone down? I wrote it down on on a old movie stub. He didn't have a cell phone. He did, but I should have given it. I should have, but oh well. Ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. On? I could see it going both ways. Like I could see him like really wanting to do it, and today's Columbus Day, of course. Mm. So the banks are closed today, also. And I just like every day that it goes by. Right. I could see him being like, oh, I should do that. Oh, whatever. You know, and like if he's only in town for a couple of days, it's like, I oh, forget it. Yeah. Like I screwed that guy and I feel really bad about it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a real possibility that he would do it. Whereas I think like if there's another person who you sized up and you're like, oh, that guy's kind of sketchy, but whatever anyway, there's even less of a chance. Right, right. So I'd say, I mean, yeah, sure, 50 50. Yeah. He was kind of, it was kind of a fence riding situation there. I was like, oh, I don't know. He, he might be, or he might just be a scam artist. Yeah. You know, not, like, yeah. scamming people out of 10 bucks uh, every other corner. Yeah. Yeah. Which... No, I feel that I've actually, that actually, it's happened to me before also. And like one time I was, I was on the way to the bus. And it's funny because I'm always on the, I feel bad because I'm always in a rush sometimes. Yeah. You know, like you're always going somewhere, you know, yeah. and like when somebody stops you or something happens, you can't stop because you're always going somewhere, you know. But I was on my way to the bus stop and this guy approaches me and he was like kind of like, kind of like just really, yeah, like kind of miserable, like, excuse me, I'm so sorry, oh my God, you know, like, could you please help me? And he's like, <laughs> your your wavy hand gestures didn't translate into the podcast. Sajin's fingers just flopped up and down a little bit, and he was kind of making a, a pathetic squinty face. <laughs> Check that as you will. I don't really know how to verbalize that. I do, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but yeah, and he was just like, "I'm so sorry." Like, "Oh my god," blah blah blah, and I'm like. Like what do you want? Like what what is it? I have somewhere to go. What is it that you want? He's like I I just need like five dollars or some or some amount of money. You know and I'm like yeah. or maybe it was even like four dollars. But I'm like here, just take five dollars. He's like oh my god, can I have your number? Like I'm like I don't know. I, I have to go. Like I don't care enough. You know like here you go. And it was like it's interesting because yeah like whenever I go around like downtown, I always pretty much always get asked by a homeless person or somebody around. For some money, you know, and it's usually for much less, you know, mm-hmm. like a quarter or 15 cents or, you know, 50 cents or a dollar or whatever. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's like noise, you know, you kind of like filter it out, whatever. Right, right. But it's interesting when certain people ask you for even more amounts of money, you are actually compelled to actually consider whether to give it to them or not. Right. Whereas like, I mean, I, when I, I feel like when I'm in the bar station and somebody's like, hey, can I have something that holds, like thrusts a cup in my face? I'm like, yeah, whatever, move on. You know, and it's like the same guy every day. Right, you know? right. It's it's a weird sort of like I Where, don't know how to well when when the first thing that you know strikes you about the person is that this might not be their normal circumstance right or something. right or that like this one act will help them right right, right. whereas like I'm pretty sure if I give you this quarter nothing is going to be changed you know I mean I know yeah. every bit helps or whatever that's what your science says but I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my one quarter is not going to like feed you or find you some place to stay at night. Or get you to wherever you're going, yeah. you know. Hate, whereas hate mail to the uh, or from from uh, the homeless lobby can be directed to uh, irregular search for truth at gmail.com. Attention, Scott, because <laughs> <laughs> that's usually where all the mm-hmm. controversial things come from. I feel like really. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought I was. I thought I was the more. Uh, the less controversial of the two. <laughs> no, no, I was joking. Uh, but, uh, you know, actually, and then it was funny the other day, you know, I was at the BART mm-hmm. and I was buying a ticket and it was like, um, I don't know, the ticket was like 310, you know, mm-hmm. or 320 or something. Like the dollar, like $3.20, you know. 
And I, without even thinking, I just like looked over to the person next to me and like, hey, do you have a dime? <laughs> like, I already know you, you know? It's like, but it's like before, and like, as soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Like, I don't know you, right? Mm. But it's like, he's like, oh, yeah, here. You know, and it's like, it's, I think it's, it's so interesting how different the way you ask, or, and it's not even like, because the way you ask is not just your tone and the words you use, yeah. but it's the position you come from, right? And like who you are, how you dress, and what yeah. you need it for. Right, yeah. and it's like I don't need twenty cents to to buy a part ticket because that's all I have. I need twenty cents or ten seconds tens because I don't want to put in a five and get a dollar and eighty cents back in change. <laughs> you, know, like, you, you bastard! You bastard! And then like literally twenty seconds later, if a homeless person asks me for for change, I'd be like, no, I don't have any. <laughs> you you evil man! I'm oh just... my goodness! I was just about to say, you know, like the weird thing about this situation was. I would rather sleep on the street no. than go ask somebody for ten bucks. What? Yeah, I just—that's not in my. I don't know. I think. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm the bigger bastard because maybe I, I have something against asking people for unsolicited, you know, for. No, I mean that. Then, I mean, or if anything, maybe, you maybe get, I'm a bigger jerk. If anything, but, you get like two. You get two bonus points because a, like you're so like you know proud and like you know do it yourselfy that like you refuse to like take help, which is you know that's admirable in some certain way. I don't know. That's kind of admirable in like an old like. I don't know, like samurai culture or something. Well, I think I mean, we've kind know, of moved past that or well, something. Well, that's why know? I qualified it with a certain way. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then not only that, but you don't necessarily expect other people to hold us to that and you help them out, even though you are that way. Yeah. Which is, hey, you know, good job. All right, well, here's me patting myself on the back. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have no problem helping people. I mean, it's like, or asking people for help. Cause it's like, if you, that's the whole point of helping people, you know, it's like. Mm. That someday it might come back to you. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's not really the whole point of helping people out, but it's like, that's the kind of, community that I'd like to foster in my own mind anyway. Okay. You know, it's like we're all here for each other, right? Like I pay taxes to help people out. I like give the charity to help people out and like none of this stuff is really helping any anybody that I know or me personally. Mm. You know, if and it is helping people out, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about it. But like, you know, it's like yeah, okay, here's some money to charity or like here's 10 bucks so you can get on your way or like, you know, if you need something, here you go. And it's like and I'm going to ask you right back for if I ever need something, you know, it's like and I don't want to hear it. Mm. Actually, here's a funny story. Not necessarily related to like selfish or selfless behavior, but like, okay, so I was at a wedding this weekend. Uh, <laughs> there's a, I think for the last four episodes, you've been at a wedding the weekend before. Yeah, I go to a lot of weddings. <laughs> Actually, they pay me to come to weddings because I usually like, you know, I'm like a, you know, it's like a facilitator. <laughs> People know that I'm a good time. So continue, <laughs> continue, continue with the story. Anyway, I was facilitating this wedding. And, uh, now, so we were at a table, and it was uh, me and my fiance and a bunch of her friends from law school. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, we're all friends or whatever, and we were all having a good time, and we were all, hey, let's get a picture together of our table. You know, here we all are dressed up, whatever. Like, so, and not only that, but the bride and groom would come by, you know, so we were getting a picture with them. And uh, so I was looking around, like, just looked around, and I'm like, hey, you like over there like basically next table over could you just help us out and like take a picture of us because like you know there's always there's usually one person from the group takes a picture right right and then everybody's like you be in the picture i'll be in the picture no 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 yeah and then it takes like five minutes right right so they took the pic they took the picture and then i'm not exactly like part of the group like i'm kind of like an adjacent person you know Uh so i was like oh i'll take this picture now and then i'm like hey right next to me was the table next to me i was like hey could you just take this picture for us 
and it was a it was a guy and a girl. I just kind of said it non-discriminately to both of them. Hey, would one of you take this picture for us? And they just kind of stared at me for like two seconds, three seconds, you know. And then she kind of looked at her date or whatever, like maybe you should go. And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> like, how long does it take to? I mean, why are you even considering this? Like, you should be jumping. In fact, if it was me, I would be instantly like before they even asked, I'd be like, oh, I can see what's going on here. Right. I will take this picture for you, you mm. know. And then after like three, maybe like like a long pause of like one, two, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Forget it. You know, because I don't want you. I don't forget it. I don't want you to take my picture. You know, it's like screw this. Like I'll take the picture and not be in the picture. That's fine. You know. So did they end up taking the? Yeah, picture? I don't know if I shamed them into or into it or what. But it did was they like, do it really reluctantly? Were like, kind oh, of. God. Seriously, kind of. It was like kind of like the guy was like, oh, okay, like I I don't know how to work a camera or something. Like he was like scared to like use a camera or something like that. Like somehow reluctant for some reason. You know. Hmm. And it was like, yeah, like I mean, I guess I'm just the kind of person who asks for help. No well, matter maybe what. maybe they were. Uh sort of hitting on each other and you really interrupted a moment but there. that would be like if that guy was at all suave he would have just jumped up I right, feel like you yeah. want I feel, I feel, he probably lost points if that were the case maybe I mean I feel like if you want to impress a girl like that's like the. I mean I don't really know <laughs> wait a second were you about to say that's the ultimate way to impress a girl I don't know hey, about ultimate but <laughs> hey baby sit here while I go take some random people's pictures no 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 but like let's say I mean okay I'm not like Mr. Ladies Man I, at I all I can tell you're really turned on but like just say like I was walking down the street with some girl or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like somebody really like, fell down or needed help or needed assistance, and I like okay. instantly ran you over help and helped them. them, right? If I was the other person, or if a girl and I was with a woman and she did that, I would be like, oh wow, that's awesome. You that's know, like, like a good person. It's that's a good a nice person, thing. like yeah, who's yeah. like selfless and like doesn't even think, you know, like doesn't even like wait till this person asks mm -hmm. for help. It's like they're on, the, they're they're already like jumping up to help, you know. Mm -hmm. and I think. In any person, that quality is awesome. I'd be like, look at that fool, he just fell down. <laughs> I mean, I, would, I do that on the internet all the time. <laughs> I just went to a website today and I spent about 10 minutes on it. It's called, uh, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's basically the gist is fatkidsfallingdown.com. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> and it's it's not just kids, but it's generally like overweight. I mean, I don't know. It's it doesn't really have it. I mean, it's no more funny or less funny because they're overweight. But it's funny when people fall down, <laughs> and it's just videos of them doing it or whatever. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, the like internet. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with watching people suffer necessarily, but like if it's in front of me and I can do something about it, I will. I will hope that I jump up and help somebody out real quick, you know? Okay. And so this guy was just like, like literally, I mean, it wasn't like a minute that went by. It was just like literally three seconds, you know, maybe if that. But it was a bit too long for It you. was too long. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, that's enough. I'm sorry. Done. I mean, like, I'd rather just take the picture and not be in it, you know? Like, mm. then, then like the deal with you, like feeling, making me feel bad for asking you a question mm. that takes no effort at all. Well, think, think about how much, how much feeling bad went on there. You asked the question. And suddenly they felt like, they felt like, oh, what is this? They felt awkward. Then you felt bad. Then they felt bad enough to take the picture. No, you know there what? There was I, just like awful feelings going all around that wedding. What a terrible yeah, I wedding. Feel, I didn't feel bad. I felt, I felt angry. 
Oh, man, that's even worse. <laughs> like, and not only that, but I kept like running into that guy like on the dance floor. Or, then, like, I, a, then I grabbed one of the folding white chairs and I smashed it over his face. You know, if it was like a hundred years ago, I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was confident in my physical abilities. Back, back when, a hundred years ago, that was so much more acceptable at weddings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I mean, like I would have pulled out my sidearm or whatever, and just like boom, and like that would have been okay. And they would have been like, and I would have been like, you know what I mean? I would have been like, they they did actually have. Crime and, and punishment back then. No, no, but they also had a code of honor. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a time when people would do duels, and it was mm. like, okay, it was legitimate. Which, the code of honor brings it back to the, the $10. And is this guy going to call me back? Is he an honorable person? And if you see that guy, and he doesn't give you $10, I think you're justified in hitting him. In hitting him? Yes. Well. I mean, no, no folding chair. Just like a, you know, boom. Just like a straight sock to the jaw. Or maybe not a sock to jaw, maybe a slap. No, that's lame, dude. I'm not gonna slap a dude. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I, I like so, challenge him to a duel with a glove. I'd be like, hey, uh, excuse me, can I borrow a glove? I need to slap this guy. Yeah. Well, oh wait, whatever. I can't ask for things. See, <laughs> so that's that's the, now, are you over it now? Like maybe this this whole conversation has gotten you over the fact that you need to have. Oh no, I mean, I I'm I maybe that was a bit of an exaggeration, but I think that. Uh, would you yeah. rather would you rather sleep on the floor than ask somebody for ten dollars? Uh, as you earlier stated, or stated earlier. I think I would exhaust all other possibilities first. For sure, and I mean, I mean, and I think that I think that it came down to him, and you know, he was he was tired. According, you know, he said he had he had gotten in, a, you know, on a late train or bus or something, and. Uh, and he had been sort of wandering around, I guess, uh, looking for a place to, to stay or, or whatever. And and uh, and so he, you know, he maybe maybe he was just like so beat that he was just like, hey man, can you help me out? But uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, I you know, I've slept on the floor of bus terminals and stuff like that. And it's like, no, I, I think you have to explain yourself a little more. I don't know if that's the year was, I think it was 2005. It was Picture it. it, was, it <laughs> Sicily, was, 2005. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Bolivia. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I pretty much could have guessed that it was in South America. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if that's really that really flies in this country. Like, I mean, whether like a you would, people sleep in airports and stuff like that. Yeah, but again, it's like the kind of people that sleep in airports versus the kind of people that sleep in bus stations. Oh wow, you are an elitist. <laughs> You are you are an elitist, my friend. I'm a realist. Uh, hate mail can be sent to irregular search for truth at gmail.com. <laughs> anyway, where is that point going somewhere, or should we move on? I was just saying, like, I mean, you're not going to sleep in a bus terminal in this country because nobody takes the bus. You know, and Whoa. like the people who do take the bus are you, I mean, it's just like, you know what I mean? Oh my God. Like, how much does a bus ticket cost? Probably like 40 bucks. Right. How much, on where the, you're going how much does a plane ticket cost? 45. 45? <laughs> depends on where you're going. You're being difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, to fly from here to San Diego to like one 45. One way. Nobody flies one way. People who are moving do. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you I think you've got some uh, some 
assumptions that probably require a little of uh, investigation and and whatnot. I think I don't know. I I, I think you're making you're making you're stepping beyond uh, maybe what you want to be saying there. All right, but I'm doing it in a humorous and convincing manner. <laughs> well. Humorous, maybe unintentionally, and convincing, I don't know about. But, well, yeah, as I said, hate mail. <laughs> All right, um, whatever, whatever. I, no, well, here's the thing, here's the thing. I, I mean, like, I hear, you, you know, it's it's uh, it's funny conversation, but the, the question is, do you actually, do you mean some of that? Like, that, that you know, you're, there's sort of a, you know, different... Uh, different rules apply to people who who take the Greyhound than to pl- people who fly on the. Uh, oh, I the never. Airport, I, but I never said any rules of judgment. I just said. Uh, well, there was some judgment implied. Well, judgment, fine. There was judgment, but it didn't really come. It didn't really translate into a way I would treat them differently. I'm just saying, like, if you were. Oh, but, sitting, but earlier, and and I I was guilty as, of this as well. But earlier, it's, it's talking about the you know, treating someone differently in terms of do you give them the quarters. Or this this guy that came up to me who was clearly you know a working professional and I gave him a larger sum of money than I've ever given to a homeless guy. No, you're yeah. right, and I mean, I, I and mean, that is treating someone different based solely on their appearance and their way of talking. Well, it, and I mean, like I said, it wasn't. Guilty. No, it wasn't that, right? It right. was well, okay, appearance partly, but their way of talking, the way they expressed it, and what their perce- their perceived need for and their perceived like usefulness for it, right? Like if okay. I give somebody a quarter. Whatever. Like, I don't know if that's really going to change anybody's day, you know? But, like, right. if I give somebody $8 or $5, and it's like, look, I just need a cab to get, like, 20 blocks from here, you know? And, like, I'm, like, super late for a job interview or something crazy like that, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, all right, look, this is, like, going to make this person's day or whatever. You right, know, and right. be it helpful, change right? There. Right. Or, like, I need 50 cents so I can buy a hostess cupcake. You know, and like a homeless person says this to you, it's like, okay, why don't you buy a banana or something? I mean, like, who am I to judge, right? But it's like, you don't know what they're going to do with that quarter, and you don't know if it's really going to do anything good. Like, I mean, they're in such a position where it's like, it's not going to get them food, not going to get them shelter, it's not going to get them transportation, not going to get them anything. You know, and it's like, they're going to be in the back in the same place tomorrow. Well, I think, and and in that situation, the the fear is, it's not so much that this is not going to get them anything, but the fear is, uh, you know, quite often, at least with a lot of the homeless people in my neighborhood, it's like, this is going to go support some of your bad habits, you know, be it alcohol or drugs right. or, or right. whatever. And I think that's, I, that's where I sort of, I, you know, sometimes I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of erratic in my interactions with, uh, with homeless people, you know, and sometimes I give them money and sometimes I don't. Right. And, and I've heard, that it's actually like from a you know from a, a perspective of people who do work with homeless people a lot, they tend to say like no, don't right. give them money, you know. Right. And but sometimes it's hard. No, you know, it's totally it's hard like, because mm-hmm. yeah. And so I mean, I'm not passing judgment on anybody. And, and like when I was saying about the bus stop or the bus station, it's like when you sleep in a bus station, it just so happens that the people. I mean, in my perception or my, like, understanding, and I don't really take the Greyhound or the bus or whatever, but it's, like, people who take the bus are usually harder on their look, mm. you know? And, like, people who are sleeping in a bus station are just, like, I mean, they're not homeless, of course. Or not of course, but, I mean, like, they're not necessarily homeless because they're going somewhere and they bought this ticket or whatever. But it's, like, I think, like, the kind of people who sleep in a bus station are harder on their luck, you know? And the kind of people who are... Well, or, or just they're poor, well, I mean, I don't know. That, that's kind of I mean, the same thing as hard on their luck. 
I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if someone's not like hard on their luck if they have a job. It's just like a low-paying job, right? I of mean, course not. Taking care not. of themselves. No, you're right. right. And it's like, uh-huh. and like I said, uh, there's no. Uh, this is not like a hard and fast. I'm not saying like people. If you're sleeping in a bus station, then like, oh my god, you're like, you know, you've lost <laughs> a life, you know. But like, if you're sleeping in an airport, it's not like you spent your last dollar to get this plane ticket. You know, <laughs> and you're stuck <laughs> at the airport. As soon you know? as I get to Toledo. Then my life's gonna turn around. But usually people who are stuck at an airport is like, oh, like they miss their connection, you know, whatever. It's like, and they're in a position to fly, which costs a little more money in and out the ticket. I mean, you have to get to the airport, you have to right. arrange transportation, you know, you don't, and you can't just show up in another city that's airportable, you know, like in other words, like you need to fly there and then not have means, mm-hmm. right? Whereas you can get off at the bus stop at like a lot of cities and like, you know, whatever it is you did here, you know, in terms of being, not necessarily high powered in society you could do over there next to the bus stop right but like the airports are usually far away from yeah i mean like if i flew to toronto and i didn't have a job like if i was at the airport i'd have to pay money to get away from the airport i'd have to get into the city and do something there right whereas if the bus stop just drops you never walked from an airport how aimlessly is it even possible i've done that several times (laughs) in which country I've done it. Uh, I did it in in Ireland. I did it. Exactly. In, uh, I did it in. Uh, I did it in Seattle. You could walk from the airport. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. And then and uh, and then I I hopped on a bus and I just sort of went in a random direction. It was like I I had some time, you know. It's just sort of like I'll see what's around. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like a lot of airports that I've been to. They're far off. They're, they're far outside, off, yeah. and they're not. I mean, there there are no sidewalks to the airport. That's all I'm saying. It's like mm-hmm. the sidewalk is not like connected to the city. You're saying that the airport is geared toward automobile transport. No, it's geared towards non-walking. Hmm. Like a lot of airports have BART or, or, or uh, um, subway, subways, or train or trains, buses, something, right? Like, but it's like you can't just like walk off and like, oh, there's a Seven Eleven. Let me go see if somebody like will offer me a job or you know something like that. Hmm. Like you're not gonna get your life started from walking from the airport. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, that's definitely true of San Francisco Airport. I think. I mean, like you have to cross a major freeway to get anywhere from the San Francisco it's, it's airport. It's true of a lot of airports, I feel like. But San I don't know, like San Diego is pretty close to Yeah, but still it's not like, you're right, but I mean, it's still like, not like you could super walk there, you know? It's like, you have to like go across a major street and like the sidewalk probably ends somewhere, you know? It's, 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 it's not in the middle of downtown like a bus station is, you know? Right, it's right. not like, oh, 30 yards that way is a place that you could talk to people about getting a job. Or okay. a place to stay, or whatever. Unless, of course, you're talking about the Hilton, because yeah, there's a courtesy desk at the at the airport, <laughs> and it'll take you to the Hilton, and you can get thirty dollars a night, or or a hundred dollars a night, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I mean, I was not passing judgment on anybody who sleeps at the bus stop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that weigh in with your opinions, fair listeners. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just uh, loading it with uh, a little bit of preconceived notions and I think reality you know it's like okay let's just be real about like where the stations in life are you know and it's like you're flying you know a plane somewhere and or you're taking a bus usually there's a little difference in the, the, the levels of income and like the, the means and the, the desire to do one way to travel or the other like would you rather take a bus to San Diego or fly you're asking me? Well, I mean, uh, I, I, it's, I, it's kind of rhetorical, but okay, it's like yeah. fly, right? I mean, like it's a long bus ride, and it's probably pretty miserable if you're on a Greyhound with like eight other, with like eighteen or forty or how many people are on that bus? Fifty people? I don't know. 
you know they stop like every three hours it's it's annoying mm. so yeah i mean you know Okay, yeah. I hope maybe I backed myself out of that. I don't know if I like dug that hole in the that, that was a pretty or... deep hole. That was a pretty deep hole. We'll we'll see. I'm I'm gonna uh I'm gonna not uh throw dirt on you though. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let it let it slide for now. And... Dude, I wonder if I ended up just a couple inches as opposed to the, the few feet I was below. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. If if anyone responds to this one. Um, uh, but here's sort of, I mean, this could be sort of related to, uh, to what we were talking about, but this is something I was thinking about just sort of as a, a random, uh, sort of conversation piece, because I was kind of, have you ever just like sort of gotten lost in like fantasy land in your own head, you know, daydreamed basically or, or whatever about something? I think so, but uh, I'd like to hear more. Okay. So I was daydreaming, I, I was daydreaming the other day. I was daydreaming that I was playing, uh, music in front of people and, uh, and then, and then I was like uh, talking to the people who I was playing music in front of and I was saying I think you know one of the best things uh, is to is to play in a band and then uh, and then I was thinking whoa 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 I gotta retract that in my fictional you know daydream thing so then I was thinking all right what are what are the best things you can do as a person like what are if you could in very general terms uh, if you could come up with like three to five things, what are the best things you can do as a person? This is a weird question because I mean you're talking about like uh, like are you talking about like kind of like value sort of things or like just like baseball player, like rock star, president of the United States? Well, I think or... uh, no. I mean, I was I was thinking more like in terms of actions. I mean, I guess, uh, wouldn't it be easy just to, like, just to name, like, all the things that you want to do in your life in terms of, like, the values, like, live for others, make the world a better place, and all that stuff. And then you right, but how of... do you do that? Like, here's, okay, so so say you have that, that goal or whatever. Like, so I was thinking, okay, if I had to come up with, like, a top five or a top three or whatever best things, uh, I think the the best thing you could probably do, maybe, or one of the, one of the top uh, few would be to uh, like be a really good parent, you know. If you, assuming you had kids, I guess. Okay. Okay. Helping people, you know, uh, uh, would be a really good thing to do. Uh, and then somewhere around like number five, I'd play in a band. <laughs> <laughs> play in a band? How does that come anywhere near? <laughs> because it's awesome. Uh, maybe it's just more self gratification than anything else. But it was sort of a humorous. Uh, uh, thought there, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so playing a band has to take a step down from uh, helping people. <laughs> so playing a band's number three. No, wait, wait, wait. There's another thing that's probably better than playing in a band. Maybe you play in a therapeutic band. <laughs> that would be bad music. Maybe you play. Maybe you play in a, a, chi a child's band. You know, for kids. Like for like Sesame Street. You write Sesame Street music. Okay, that's that's okay. But a therapeutic band? No. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Art therapy. Art therapy. Oof. <laughs> I think the Rolling Stones are therapeutic. Um, some of their lyrics are kind of anti-therapeutic. They are actually. They're they're somewhat chauvinistic. But oh well. I don't know. Any thoughts on that, or was that a go nowhere? No, no. I mean, I I I guess it's it's kind of generally speaking, I agree with that. Like in terms of like, I, you didn't really say anything to agree with, but I agree with the idea that you should think of what it is that you want to accomplish in your life and make sure that you do that. 
And I think like almost anything you can make of it, you know, and like, I mean, I'm an engineer. I don't know if I, I each one of my companies has had sort of a motto, mm-hmm. you know, so like our old company was connecting people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would like tell people, like, oh, I connect people, you know, like, what do you do? <laughs> oh, I connect people. That's what we do. It's you know? really corny. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, you know, and obviously on a day-to-day basis, like, I mean, I just, like, wrote code and, like, you know, solved, like, little tiny bugs in the in the products or whatever. And it was like, did I today connect people? No, I did not. But, you know, like, the the sum of my work is to do that, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And if, you, if one was to really, like, really believe in that motion or that motive and, like, that, uh, that uh, directive to connect people... Then that then okay I feel I can feel confident that's what I do, mm. but that's I obviously didn't believe. But wasn't I, their real motto, motto uh, profit the share for the shareholders? <laughs> that's not my motto, but okay. And that actually so, but uh, so what you could say is that ultimately is where it did end up, right? Mm-hmm. And but what I well, so is that all right? Is that okay? Like is that bad or is that good or is it just kind of like a zero sum sort of thing? You know? Mm-hmm. And I, I guess the way I looked at it was. As long as it didn't do harm, it's okay. It's okay. And then, and then, what did I do with the money that I earned? Mm-hmm. You know. And so, like, like yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, if it's very difficult, I think, to find a job that you that really does necessarily give back to people. Mm-hmm. Especially, it's it's sort of like this uh, weird mor- morality thing because it's like you're getting paid, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I'm getting paid. So am I am I performing a service or am I doing good work? You know, if I was doing good work, I would just do it for the love, love of, you know, like people and not accept payment. But it's like, I got to live. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I got paid. But I also did like, I, you know, I, I volunteer and stuff like that. And I donated some of my money to charity and things like that, you know. And more than like the $8. <laughs> <laughs> or the $3 of the guy who was annoying me on my way to the bus or mm-hmm. whatever. But I mean, like, I gave money and I like volunteered. And like, yeah, like if somebody like fell down or something like that. I would help them and then laugh about them later, but I help them more importantly, you know? (laughs) And so like, you know, not everybody could be in a position to work with the homeless or to work with kids, you know, at like, you know, who are abused or whatever, you know? So like, I think we, we can all, what? I'm sorry. I just think, (laughs) I, I don't know. I, I can't put a finger on it, but I just feel like there's got to be something wrong in there somewhere. <laughs> okay, I guess we can all do that, but we many of us don't. <laughs> all right, yeah. mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's a lot of, like, like noble professions that we all, like, uh, take on. Or, no, I'm sorry. There's a lot of noble professions that are out there, but very few of us actually undertake or, mm-hmm. you know, are employed. But we are employed in other so, somewhat seemingly meaningless or mean, less meaningful jobs. You know, and it's like... Should we feel bad about it because we're in a meaningless job or not so meaningful? You know, like, okay, you're in a band and you're not a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have to feel bad about that? So, well, like, no, like maybe you could go and help out in a foster home or maybe you could play for kids or something like that. You know, like not all the time, you know, right, like yeah, yeah, once yeah. a week or something like right. that, right? Do your part. And like that might actually be even better than being a parent because you can compose can t- some therapy music. Yeah, could so- compose some therapy music, right. go work for the public, mm-hmm. uh, you know, children's television network or something like that, you know. Don't slap your face. Your own face. Don't slap your own face. Cause slapping your face won't get you in the place. That's pretty good. Don't burn yourself. <laughs> Don't burn yourself. 
They'll be plenty of burning when your soul's burning in hell. Thank you very much. I've all the week. So I don't know if that was helpful, but it was informative. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think, uh, what would be, is there really a point in having, is there, is it a fruitless competition out of the most noble profession competition? You know, or is it? Like... Oh, I, well, no, I don't think I don't think there's a much point to that. But I I think that uh, I don't know. Our, our, I don't know. I don't know. Like I mean, I guess I guess we sort of got onto the the question of like, well, the the thing I sort of find you know ironic, I guess sometimes are company mottos and and that sort of stuff. Because really, okay, what's your motto? Your motto is profit, right? You know, like well, but, I mean, I I mean, I mean, okay, your motto is profit via doing something. But your legal obligation as a corporation, as a CEO of a corporation, is do the best you can for your shareholders. Ah, but see, it's what does the best you can for your shareholders mean? Profit. No, see, that's <laughs> that is not the wording though. The wording is the best you can for your oh, shareholders. I don't know actually. I, I may have I may have made that that. Word no, but it's it's like basically you need to maximize benefit for your shareholders. Okay. Like that, right, and it's like maybe instead of giving them all the money on their per share it's like you reinvest back in the company or you reinvest back, back reinvest it back into the uh, environment in or society in society and like mm -hmm. you make the case that like by doing this i'm actually maximizing profit because this will pay off later mm -hmm. and I, I mean i think it is a difficult position because it's like how do you necessarily know that it'll come back you know mm -hmm. it's like you're you're just doing the best you can but i mean that's that's true of anything, right? Like, how do you necessarily know this guy is to give you eight, you know, eight dollars back? You're just hoping, and you're hoping you made somebody else's life better. You know, that's, yeah. You just got to put it out there. So, sure, that's the corporate, you know, culture, and that's that's their like their their creed and their their duty. But it doesn't have to be necessarily through money. Mm -hmm. They give a lot of money away, probably for tax benefits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you have to incentivize that sort of thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, did you have like a list of best professions, like? No, I didn't get that far. I was just thinking really in more general terms, like 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 helping people, or you know, or uh, maybe like maybe like having a kid, or or. Uh, I, what do you think about the expression um, or the idea that being a parent is probably the most narcissistic thing you can do? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe it is. I but I don't know. I mean, when that's, you talk that's... about when you talk about like all the problems in society, and you brought up last podcast, it's like if you were talking about population control, right? Then right. I mean, who are you to have two kids, especially in the United States of America, where every kid is like worth like five kids, in like other countries where we use. You mean in terms of resource consumption? Yes. yes. Not worth. Well, probably that too. <laughs> oh my God! And hate mail can be directed to irregular search for truth at gmail. Oh, I just talking about like financial worth, not like you know worth worth. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the don't amount of, cut yourself. The amount of investment you put into you know uh, your kids, and the amount of time you put you know the amount of diapers and like driving them around and all this stuff, right? I mean, mm -hmm. like yeah, we use a lot of resources, and especially if you're talking about population control, and not only that, but it's like. How do you shape the world through your kids? Well, basically, it's like my ideas are right. They've been validated by nobody but myself, but because I've had a child, he looks up to me now. Right. And right. it's de facto, like, mind control. 
Yeah, but I don't know. By I think by that rationale, you could extend it and be like, oh, well, then being a teacher is like really narcissistic, and I don't think so. I think I think that. Uh, well, I mean, but, but as a teacher, you're you're teaching them, and I guess the idea is you're teaching them uh, known things that they need to learn, which is true of kids like also. Facts, you mean like science and yeah. history? Well, and yeah, science, history, stuff. math, yeah. you know, art, all these things, right? You're not. I mean, there is a little bit of influence in terms of organization and like you know. I think there's yeah. I think I think that there's a lot of that sort of character building stuff though that that a teacher would aspire to teach at least. Sure, but at you least know? I mean at least it's like year on year you're a different teacher, you know. At least in a bigger school, hmm. you know. I mean it's I, I I can see your point. I can see your point with that. Uh, I would think that uh, I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the whole going back to the the original question of the whole you know is being a parent narcissistic and and whatever I think it can be, but I'm not saying it necessarily is, because I think for a lot of people being a parent is just sort of an accident. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I mean, I think it's like, I mean, accident in the sense that oh, it happened today as opposed to a year from now, you know. But it's like it was. If you were so serious about not having kids, then you would not have kids. You know what I mean? Like you could have your there, you could have a surgery to like you know you could have your tubes tied. You could do whatever it is you need to do to make sure it doesn't happen. Right. Okay. So, so you're saying you're saying by saying that someday I do want to have kids, that in itself is sort of an act of act of narcissism. Oh no! By the the act of actually having kids and then raising them in your own image. Mm-hmm. To be exactly like you are and then perpetuate your beliefs. Isn't our biblical God then the most narcissistic being of all? Hate he mail to a regular search for truth at <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> Dated us in his image. Care of Scott. <laughs> and his God, God-hating ways. We're inspiring a good amount of hate mail tonight. <laughs> Don't burn down your house. Don't burn down your house. Cause where are you gonna live if you got no house? But you don't have to ask me for eight dollars. Woo! I don't know. Okay, I'm but I'm I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that uh and also actually because there are so many parents, I think well not so many hopefully, but there are a lot of parents out there who don't who aren't good parents to their kids, they're, they're really selfish people, that maybe that, I, I don't think that's necessarily true, the whole narcissism parent thing. I think, I think hopefully not, uh, but for a good reason that, you know, you wanna, uh, I don't know, make the world a better place or something like that. By raising two more people in this world that are just like you. Well, but actually, no, you know what though, a lot of parents I think sort of say that, oh, I want them to be better than me. Oh, they say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just mean they just mean that I want them to do better than I did. Like they, I, and that's usually it comes trans- back to the profit margin. I mean, that, and that usually <laughs> translates into money, right? It's like I don't think they really necessarily. And it's like, and if you do do better, I want you to do better in the value system that I hold right now. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to help even more people than I do. If you are the kind of person that is so saintly that you help people, uh-huh. right? But if you're like probably like anybody else, like myself included, like I want you to just have a better life, better quality standard of life, standard of living, you know, be more comfortable, be smarter, mm-hmm. you know, but smarter in the right way, you know. I want you to be more influential, more connected, all that stuff, right? All the stuff that like we as humans strive for, whether we mean to or not. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's just like you want the best of them. You're basically giving them a cheat sheet to life, right? Like well, as they grow up. Okay, all right. So I mean, I guess, uh, I guess then there is some there's something to be said in that. But it, I think it's I think applying the word narcissism to it is a bit too uh, uh, folk psychoanalytical. Rather than yeah, rather than rather than just saying okay, maybe this is this is just really comes back to a, a, a instinct of you know passing on your own genes. You know, and but I mean that I mean it's like I guess you, the distinction between that and the other thing is like intention, I guess right. Like uh, sure, sure, it's like it's uh, it's ingrained in us, like you know that's our instinct or whatever. But in the mm-hmm. end, it is narcissism. I mean, okay, I'm not. Yeah, in the end, it is narcissism. It's, Under your definition of narcissism. No, what is narcissism? Right. I mean, it's just basically uh, it's like self, being. Of, it's like it's. I think. Well, here's the thing. If you're just defining narcissism as, uh, as, you know. I guess you could. Are you defining it as doing what you feel is right? Irrespective of what other people feel is right, or do you? Oh, no, are just you, being obsessed with yourself. Well, and, so then I don't think so because I mean you, uh, because your child is not a mirror of you, you know. Not by any, uh, not by any accident of your own. I mean, that's that's like that's your hope, though. Really? I think so. But what if you love your spouse a lot and you want them? No, to but be the both of you. I mean, like the both of you, right? But I mean, like I think, yeah, like your spouse, whatever, no, right? I, I think I think because narcissism is a love of your yourself sure or you know in in the classic sense your own beauty but but we could extend it to to just be yourself your mind your your beauty or whatever right right but at, uh to the exclusion of everything else right but I but think... but when you love someone else your spouse or whoever you have the child with uh you know, and you want to make something that is the product of, of both of you, then I think that's an act of, of loving other people. And I think that's the big No, but I think the idea there. is you teach, I mean, A, you hope that you and your spouse have common ideas and values. Mm-hmm. And B, it's like you take the best of both worlds or whatever. But it's like when you and your son are out playing ball, you don't talk about what your mom does. You talk about what you do, mm-hmm. right? You talk about, you know, oh, here's what I do, or no, no, do it this way, because that's the way I do it, or that's, that's the right way. You don't think, oh, well, she does it this way, and I do it this way, so maybe we should teach them both. You know, like, maybe you will do that when your wife is around. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> whoa, underhanded. But, like, I, mean, I, think, like, I think, I don't know. I mean, like, I think you got to be, uh, I, I guess, I guess what it seems like you're not allowing for, though, is is the the thought of, well, maybe other people have, you know, better ways than I've got. You know, and and there's there's that that if they did, then why don't you do it that way? Well, I think that that's part of the learning process, right? And as long as you're open to learning, and yeah, and I mean, like else. let's but let's be real, like nobody's open to learning, right? I mean, like, <laughs> like I mean, you're at least you know in your 30s or 40s by the time. Well, I guess like, a lot of people having children in their 20s also, but it's like you've lived. This, there's people having children when they're 14. But you've been on this <laughs> earth long enough. If you're the kind of person that's influencing your child, you've been on this earth long enough to know what you think is right. And you probably right, have a... But if you are closed off to learning new things, then I would say you are, at, you know, you're failing. Okay, but I mean, like, that's fine. And then that's, but I mean, that's probably a large people, amount of people, though. I mean, are you denying those not. people? Are you denying those people exist? No, I'm I'm sure that people do, but but I would say that I hope not. You know, I hope. I mean, that... I hope so too, but I don't, I mean, I don't. I'm not very hopeful. 
And with that positive note. <laughs> Don't smoke the crack. Cause smoking the crack ain't ever gonna bring your daddy back. <laughs> hey, this has been the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm such an. <laughs> and I'm also such an. <laughs> Email us. Irregular Search for Truth at gmail.com. See you later. Bye. Or, yeah, talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> How did I stop this thing? <laughs>